The Treefort Music Festival in Boise, Idaho, celebrated its 10th anniversary last month. The four-day event boasted more than 25,000 visitors, but still managed to maintain its indie and non-commercial feel. K2L's Will Walkie covered the festival and brings us this report on how its organizers are already looking into how to keep the magic going for the next decade. Jackson folk musician Missy Joe was all smiles after her set at Treefort's Wyoming Showcase, held in an open lot in Boise's downtown between a local brewery and a pub. Joe was not only happy to escape Teton County's mud season weather, she was also excited to support other Cowboy State musicians. The Gringos and Grammys is on right now and they're playing surf rock. What, like who in Wyoming would you think would be a surf rock band? And then the range that exists is, is so awesome. I think people think Wyoming is country music, but it's this interesting mix of everything. That unique mix is exactly what longtime Boise resident Eric Gilbert had in mind when he helped put the Tree Fort Festival together back in 2012. Gilbert now serves as festival director and talent booker, but he originally got inspired through his own experience as an artist. When I was 26, 27, my wife and I started a band, and she's very talented. I'm moderately talented. And uh, with a friend to start touring the country in a van, pretty DIY style, and just wanted to just kind of create the life experience that we wanted. And for me, it was like, okay, well, and, you know, and I, it was pretty organic, but there was some intention of like, okay, well, can we build the kind of scene in Boise that, that would make it feel good to live here? When the festival started, about 100 bands played at Tree Fort. This year, there were more than 500. Gilbert says somehow, audience members are convinced to come watch acts they've never heard of before. If you're looking for Taylor Swift, you're in the wrong place. For me, it's curated from the lens of, of artists and music nerds, <laughs> you know, like uh, college and community radio stations. And just because it's not popular doesn't mean it's not good. And so for at least five days a year, we've convinced a very much broader public to show up for a bunch of weird music, you know, bands they wouldn't normally go see. And there's not just the tunes. The festival has also grown to include different so-called forts for food, storytelling, technology, and even yoga. Gilbert says that all happened over time through local partnerships. And I think some people think that was all part of the big plan. No, it was just like we just listened when other people from different niches in the community came like, hey, can we start a film for it? And like, yeah, will you do it? <laughs> the end product is an expanding event mirroring the explosion of Boise as a metro area. The festival was covered this year by national press, and half the attendees were from outside Idaho. The question is, how does Tree Fork keep this momentum going? A lot of stimulation going on, and y'all still made it here at 11, so thanks for being here. Um, the future of music festivals was the subject of a panel discussion the day after the Wyoming Showcase. 32 million people attend at least one U.S. music festival a year, according to Nielsen Music. There's a big opportunity for smaller markets beyond Coachella or Lollapalooza to get their own slice of the pie. Reese Tanimora lives in Seattle and works for a folk festival there. Festivals, whether folks will acknowledge it or not, funders and government leaders will acknowledge it or not, do create social impact. Can you say that again? <laughs> <laughs> Festivals create social impact. And event organizers are looking for more ways to create social change. Treefort is building a permanent venue for the first time this year, which will be their main stage for the next festival. Other events are trying to pay their staff more and even provide retirement funds for visiting artists. I would love to build out sort of uh, the safety net system, you know, like between festivals where if an artist is playing, you know, different venues and festivals throughout the year, then they're in the system. 
For Gilbert, creating more opportunities in bigger venues is great, but he doesn't want Treefort to lose that it factor that made it successful initially, that Boise charm. But he thinks some change is inevitable. It's hard. Like I, I empathize with some of these bigger festivals, South by Southwest or something. At some point, it sort of leads, I'm guessing they lose control over some of the culture around it, right? And so that's something we put a lot of thought into. Something else he's put a lot of thought into is allowing space for diversity, artistically and racially, but also geographically. Taylor Craig is from the Wyoming Arts Council. She was offered six spots this year to showcase Cowboy State talent. 25 bands applied. It helps build the audiences of Wyoming musicians beyond, you know, their their town to promote them so they can continue to make a living being a musician um, and hopefully stay in Wyoming creating that music. Craig also says she was able to work well with Eric Gilbert and Treefort because they trusted her expertise to find the right applicants, like Missy Joe. We need more, as we've spent some isolated time in these past couple of years, more opportunities for us to come together and, and more than just Let's go to the bar and see a band, but, oh, look at this art installation, look at this play, and there's also music a part of it, and uh, it's what's keeping us human. Treefort kicks off spring and summer tours for many local artists, but for the organizers who put together two festivals in just seven months due to pandemic disruptions, now comes some well-deserved R&R. Will Walkie, KHOL News.